0: I think I got some heat here. That's
1: tasty.
2: What's next, dog?
1: That was heat. The doctor is in.
2: Hello, folks, and welcome back to the second episode of the Doctor's In podcast. This is Jade speaking, and I just want to say thank you to everyone who submitted questions. We got a handful um, last night. We're going to take a stab at a couple of those and... Um, if we don't address your questions today, hopefully we will later on. Um, so yeah, I'm excited to get into it.
3: What up, everybody? You got Mike or Michael speaking
1: over here? Michael, you go ahead, Michael.
3: I have to. I can't um, introduce myself as Mike. I sound like that's my dad.
1: I'm, I'm I'm Derek, also known as the Doctor. They they made me say that. So <laughs> people are gonna think I'm super prideful because everything (laughs) i made him do it (laughs) yeah big introductions they always tell me to flex on people (laughs) i can't flex on people my arms aren't big enough to flex (laughs) (laughs) we
0: listen to people we respect yeah yeah Yeah, yeah, i think it's good we need somebody with some kind of credibility around here (laughs) (laughs) and i am bruce uh and that's the squad we got going also derek i just I forgot to get a note signed because I'm missing class to record all <laughs> this. So can you actually do that for me this time?
1: Yeah, well, Jade can uh, forge a note for you. I hear she... Yeah, uh, what's this? We were, we were talking about, uh, you know, just doctor office stories. And, and Jade, why don't you fill us in on what happened with you?
2: Yeah, so this was at the dentist office, you know, favorite place in the world. And I was at the age where my sister and I were starting to drive each other around. And uh, we got up to the dentist office and we're like, oh, we need mom's signature. We need something <laughs> like that. I was like, you know, I'm out them. I'm going to go take a lap around the building, go forge a little lacy Eaton signature, and get my choppers clean. It's going to be great. <laughs> get my choppers <laughs> and, clean. Uh, so I go outside, and on the steps, you know, just get my best penmanship ready. And they're looking straight out the window at me. <laughs> Courtney's like, you are just a Call fool. Call cops. Yes. Yeah, but... Um,
3: so you didn't think... Wow, they would see you walking outside with the paperwork?
2: Yeah, I was like 14, um, but I had no <laughs> and cavities you were driving your sister? Courtney drove wow. me. I had no cavities. I got away with uh, Breaking criminal all sorts activity. Of laws. So. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. <laughs>
0: this is Jade's uh, incrimination podcast. Yeah. Is there a statute of limitations on something like that? They can't, yeah. they can't come to you now.
3: We may be interviewing for the new member of <laughs> the doctor. Is in, cause yeah. Just submit your applications <laughs> to the same link. <laughs> Jade might be calling out The next episode week. is going to be the lawyer. Is in. You're have somebody.
1: I can't. I can't help you there though. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, uh, let's go ahead and get into it.
1: Rapid round, right? Yeah. Yeah. We're going to answer a few questions today.
0: Yep. So the first person in the office today. We got Maya with a question that I actually, (laughs) I'm probably all of these. I'm going to say I wondered (laughs) about myself, but this is one that I actually used to do, which is a weird thing. I know that's probably wrong, but I was like, it was like when I was first getting into it. So uh, if this like is the worst thing you can do spiritually, then somebody needs to tell uh, 18 year old Bruce because he was acting a fool. So the question is, why don't we pray for Satan? And we think about like the verse about um like pray for your enemies. Um, and it seems like he's a pretty big enemy of ours. Enemy. yeah. So I guess that's the question for the doctor. If anyone
1: has what, any thoughts, deep.
0: what did you, what did you pray,
1: and well, how did you how did
0: you get there?
3: I mean, has I, it
1: worked? As you as your prayer got answered yet? Yeah, I'm thinking no.
0: They said <laughs> looking around. Um, but I was kind of in this place like when I first was, you know, um figuring out my faith and everything in my freshman year of college um i was like surrounded by all these people with this relationship and i was like you know i don't think i have that and so i was stepping into something new and the big problem for me was like struggling with this problem of evil and the thought of like people being against god and i wanted everyone to be in heaven together and all this stuff and uh so I was like praying that you know Satan would turn his life around. I mean he's a he's he's an imperfect being like us, I guess you know if he's not God. So uh, yeah, I don't know how that fits theologically, but it's what I was doing. Yeah, wow. so let's. I mean, kind of, mean, kind of cool. Out. Kind of cool if it happens. I mean, knocking <laughs> knocking the door will be answered, right? So <laughs> it's only a matter of time. <laughs> uh,
1: well, uh, first I'm just gonna pull the curtain back and say there are some some of these questions I feel pretty confident in like i'm you know i've I've given this some thought or oh yeah i've read i've read a lot about this and if you know even if i don't have the right answer it's like i at least know here's some of the debates that are going on i don't really know much about this so i'm just shooting from the hip here so if i start spitting some heresy forgive me i'm gonna go ahead Um, and say that for everybody
0: on the pod too yeah. (laughs) yeah 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 yeah
1: um so yeah i mean I guess a, a few things come to mind. So one is Satan is some sort of fallen angel. Uh, so do we pray for angels? I and mean, what does that look like? Uh, I, and I don't really know. And that may be one of the reasons why this feels kind of weird is that Satan does just feel like a different kind of being than we are. And with that being said, it seems like angels aren't aren't outside the the realm of God's activity. They're certainly not outside the realm of the things that God has created, and that therefore God is somehow um, working causally to to do certain things through angels, through these agents. Um, so yeah, I don't know. It make, it, I think it makes some sense to, to pray for Satan, and I, I, if someone were doing that, I wouldn't I wouldn't immediately have any problems with it. Like I don't know why why we would have problems with it. At the worst thing that can happen, it seems like is that uh, it's like sorry, it didn't work or no. Um, <laughs> like I don't know what the I don't know what really like the downside is, but yeah, Satan has some sort of like free will that has gone obviously very very wrong, and if it's possible for him to to repent and believe, then. Yeah, why not? Why not? Why not pray? And there are some people, I mean, there there are some people that, that think that it's, po- I know that, that think it's possible that Satan will be redeemed in the end, but um, yeah, that's just possible, right? Not saying that it will happen. So I don't know. I thought this was a pretty good question. That's that's Those are kind of the thoughts that are, that are running around in my head right now. I don't know if you all want to throw down some more on top of that, but.
3: Well, I'm, yeah, I mean, I think you're right. I think I don't, I can't come up with a reason you say no? I mean, like you said, like if, you know, Satan's story is he was an angel and then kind of got greedy, wanted power, and fell, that means he still has the ability to choose. Angels still have the ability to choose wrong. Yeah. Um. I think the only thing I would just add is just, I guess, maybe if you're going to do it, just be also praying for protection. I guess you could be, you know, walking into some spiritual battles, you know, um so I think if you're going to do it just be ready for maybe some spiritual warfare coming um but that's nothing we have to be afraid of because Jesus rose from the dead and is way more powerful than anything um in Satan's world and so it's not to be a fearful thing um but I just maybe just add that caveat that that could some spiritual warfare could come into
0: play.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I I mean I guess like we would have to you know if we're praying for our enemies i would probably define satan as an enemy of mine so i feel like that fits in there it feels super weird to say like praying for satan uh but yeah i think it's a good question definitely something that we could probably look into a little further um we might come back in a couple episodes and say we're completely wrong everyone stop right now but uh (laughs) for now like yeah i don't i don't seem to have anything wrong with that jade
2: Yeah, well, me and Satan, yeah, we're not really friends these days, so (laughs) I'm not personally praying for for this. (laughs) He ain't going to deceive the world and try to get a 180 on us, but um, yeah, 1 John, I just refer back to that all the time. Um, The reason the Son of God appeared was to destroy the works of the devil, so his works are going to be destroyed and... Yeah. That's,
1: well that's yeah, that's one of the things I was thinking is like you you if you're gonna pray for Satan, you also have to pray against Satan at the same time. You you you're praying against the things that he does, right? And just just like probably one of our enemies. If there was if if we had an enemy it's like, Hey, I hope this person fails in what they're trying to do, but still hold out hope that personally they are affected by the power yeah, of the spirit or I something think like that. That's
3: a great clarity. I think the clarifying thing is we're praying that somehow Satan could be redeemed. Yes. We're not praying that like Satan can advance his work. Yeah, You know, we are, that is absolutely not what we are getting behind. We are praying, obviously, you know, like Jade said, the son came to destroy him and, you know, in end times he will lose. We just know that. Um, but we are praying for his redemption. That's a, that's a pretty good
0: caveat to enter in. Yeah. I think that's good. I think that's a good sum of it too. But it is kind of crazy to think of like what if Satan one day was just like, you know what, I'm I'm gonna accept you Lord again. It was redeemed. I don't know. I don't know. That's wild. yeah, probably not gonna happen. Let's just yeah. <laughs> just um, be ready that the the be ready the answer is no. Yeah. Yeah. Then yeah. And if I got to heaven and saw Satan There, I would have a lot of questions. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> all right, actually, that's a good uh that's a good little uh segment into our next question, talking about heaven from Ashley. We got Ashley in the doctor's office. Um the question is do our pets go to heaven? Obviously, there's some strong opinions both ways. So uh yeah, what's our diagnosis on that one?
1: Mike, what do you think? I think no. Just because you hate animals. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> Somebody's crying right now.
3: <laughs> my wife calls it my, uh, what's it called? Serial killer Cereal trait. trait yeah. I just, I don't really care about them. I do. I mean, sometimes I think they're fun and they're fun to have around. But like, if they're there, that's great. If they're not,
0: I don't really give a crap. I mean, my thoughts are if, if we're letting every dog and they have like we're letting a lot of things go. You know what I mean? Yeah.
3: So... Some people may say dogs, yes, cats, no. Uh, I actually now, my wife is transforming me into a cat person over a dog person. Mm. So I may say cats, yes, dogs, no. I'm just ruffling every feather. That is my whole entire job this morning. (laughs)
1: That's tough. Glad Mike is not in charge of heaven. Um, Yeah, so one of the, so of course, whenever we get asked a question, that we're kind of speculating on. I think one helpful place to start is: what do we know from Scripture? What's like kind of maybe something important, uh, important principle, even if it doesn't directly answer the question. Because as far as I know, and I'm quite, I'm quite confident that there's nothing in Scripture that says really clearly whether our pets go to heaven or not. Um, but one thing that it does make pretty clear is that Jesus's redemption is cosmic in scope and what that means is the redemption is broader than just humans. It is Jesus' uh, saving work extends to the rest of God's creation, which would I mean this is uh, Romans 8, too, that all of creation is groaning in expectation of waiting for these things to to be redeemed and that would include animals. It includes um, it includes animals, and the and again the rest of of creation, the ocean, the forests, everything is, is sort of being redeemed. Um, the sea that that shows up even in in Revelation, and so I am pretty confident that there are going to be animals in heaven, and because the the kind of trajectory that we're heading for is um, you know not just heaven but uh, the new heavens and new earth in which. We'll live in a pretty ask. physical existence that, that where there will be uh, animals, but yeah. So our pets specifically is uh, a little bit more is a little bit more difficult. I, C. Like, S. My, Lewis like my thought, cat, yeah. My so cat goose, like, yeah. Am so, I hanging so with goose at, up at there? The, at the top, right at the top, we have scripture. That's like the most important uh, norm for us. But then, like right below that, we have C.S. Lewis. So C.S. Lewis is like, you know, just wow. a little bit. Whoa. Yeah. Remember, right. he said if I'm he's kidding. throwing out blasphemy, give him I'm grace. Kidding. But C.S. Lewis did think that your pets would be in heaven if you're in heaven. So that so means they that, have spirits. Um, that gets a little bit more complicated because it depends on a lot of what you mean by spirits. I mean, even like Aristotle thought that every living thing has a quote unquote a soul. It just works yeah. a little bit differently. So like humans have rational souls. The soul is just the thing that like animates the physicality. Uh, in in that view, um, so all that to say, like whether they have spirits or not is a little bit different. But we're gonna have bodies in the new earth, good right? Point. So like animals could absolutely exist. Yeah, I will. mean,
2: <clears throat> you see in Revelation, Jesus is the rider on the white horse, so we Ooh, know good. Yeah. he's coming to get his bride Bring on the it. white stallion, but. Is our hamsters going to be there? I don't know. White stallion, <laughs> your, your uh, goldfish? I don't know. Who
3: knows? The new earth. That, that, seems, that feels like a good... Like, obviously, yeah. earth will be redeemed. and There will be the new heaven and the
0: new earth. Shout out to my guinea pig, Merlin, who got <laughs> ringworm. Uh, can't wait to see you, buddy. I hope you're still doing ringworm. well. Is that like we come back oh, down no. to the new earth <laughs> to see them? I don't know, Do they but make I will it up say to this. Heaven? I hope that More, whoever yeah. owned that one uh, killer whale, you know that documentary, Blackfish? Nope, i okay. not seen Am that. I alone in this? It looks, Gosh. it looks good. Really sad good. about this killer whale, and I'm like, that dude had a horrible life. All the Whoa, animals. And,
1: spoiler alert! Wait, you, it's you like just first, tell me that blackfish like, dies. It, it's first
0: scene, bro. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> like all the animals who were like in captivity, or like I don't know, there's some dogs who I hope have a better life. Yeah, they get to I don't know.
3: Yeah, that's a little niche like, thing. People who have German shepherds and live in an apartment. I hope your dog makes it to heaven.
0: Oh, uh, Mike. <laughs> You're at <on> a college <laughs> campus. Everyone here lives. In um, I am not with that point of view. I'm on my own thing. He's <laughs> separate <suffer> from me. <laughs> but um, something I want to throw out, follow up to you said you were talking about um, creation, like everything in creation is being redeemed. I was wondering, does that extend to our creation as well? Or is that just like original initial creation? Because I'm thinking, like, like art piece, or like a piano, for example. Like, is there going to yep. be perfect pianos in heaven? I don't know.
1: Yeah, this is again one of the things that obviously the Bible doesn't say there are going to be pianos in heaven, but it <laughs> does. I do think that there will be the, the. So I think God's in the business of redemption, which, like God redeems you, Bruce, um, he doesn't leave old Bruce behind and just create an entirely new Bruce, but he's taking what who you are and working with that and perfecting you. I think that's what he does with all of creation as well. The all of creation right now, because of even the sin of humanity, is broken and waiting to be redeemed, but it will be redeemed. And that's, that's what God's in the business of doing. Is God's in the business of, of um, making—he is making us new, right, in, in a certain sense, but he's making us new, something that's already there and refashioning us uh, into the image of Jesus— and that extends to the rest of creation. So, you know, we had N.T. Wright uh, at, at Lewis House last semester, and he likes to say that, you know, we, we can talk about life after death, but what we really should be talking about is life after life after death. Because there's this period where we all die, but then uh, after the kind of final judgment when when Jesus returns, he comes back, and there's a new earth, and and the, our bodies will be physically raised. I mean, Jesus Jesus's resurrection is the first fruits of our resurrection, which means what happens with him also can happen with us. And he bodily rose from the dead. He wasn't just a disembodied spirit. He didn't he didn't just leave his body in the grave and then his like kind of soul popped up and then you know he went to be with the Father. But it was a bodily, fleshly existence, and that's how we will exist as well in the in the new creation, and that will absolutely include creation, this creation, but just redeemed and perfected.
2: So tell me, <clears throat> excuse me. I hope uh, I hope my birdhouse makes it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, th- this is what the beautiful thing is. Like, it not only is it just uh, creation, as in you know animals or the natural beauty we see in the world, but the things that we create. We are kind of, co- we are co-creators with God now that God is working through us to create things that, uh, to create, to, to make culture and these things will re- be reflected in the new creation. To me, that's a really beautiful picture because it, because yeah. it means the things that we do actually matter and are valuable now. Um, even if you're painting a beautiful picture or whatever it might be.
0: Yeah, that's good. Um, and I already know that birdhouse is going to have an indoor pool in heaven. Yeah. Like it's going to be the sickest birdhouse you've <laughs> the ever sickest seen. sickest birdhouse ever. <laughs> Um, well, uh, any last thoughts on, I mean, we could talk, we can't, we can't get all into heaven, yeah. I guess. Cause there's yeah. a lot there. If you got more questions about it, definitely send can, them can,
1: in. Can I, can I get a recommendation? Several years ago, John Weiss came to CSF and gave, he's the pastor at Southland Christian church and he gave a sermon on heaven. That is the, one of the best sermons I've ever heard. And, he t- and it was so beautiful and it just it gives you this picture that makes you long so so much to be in heaven and um, yeah I really recommend I don't I don't know if we could put that in the show notes or something but if we can dig that up yeah we can I don't try. even know if it's on the internet <laughs> if we can <laughs> find it we ago. can
3: put it in the description of this episode yeah. so if you want to find yeah. it if it's findable we'll yeah. find it and put it in the description of, of this episode
0: yeah perfect if perfect. not we'll just get John Weese on here. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Big promises. <I'll> <laughs> yeah. All right. Um. Next in the waiting room, reading some magazines. He's been in there a while. I think it's time we call him in. Uh, we got Will. Oh,
1: Will White.
0: Will White. You gotta watch out. I did know. If, I didn't know if we were dropping a lot of things. <laughs> oh, but I'm Will sorry, White, yeah. the legend. He doesn't mind. Loves wrestling. <laughs> Just a great guy. Great, you know him. If you know him, you love. Him. You love him. What oh, him. can I say beside Will. that? He dropped something on us that is kind of a defining question for a lot of people. Um, Actually, maybe just for me. (laughs) (laughs) And that is a question on what is blasphemy against the Holy Spirit? You've heard it. Some call it the unforgivable sin. Scripture calls it that, right? Yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Jesus. The indeed. scrolls. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. The scrolls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna this work, we gotta look to the scrolls. We're gonna look to the scrolls. I think it's Matthew's scroll. Uh, <laughs> uh do not blaspheme against that dude. Yeah. What is what's, what do we have the scripture reference here?
1: Yeah, I do. It's in Mark three. Mark scroll. The Sorry. exact scroll. verses are twenty-eight uh, through thirty. That's the thirty, or really just uh twenty-eight and twenty-nine. That's what you'll be interested in if you wanna See where Jesus calls this the unforgivable sin. I'll just read it. 29. But whoever blasphemes against the Holy Spirit never has forgiveness, but is guilty of an eternal sin. So, before we jump in, you've taught me this, Derek. Oh no. I might be wrong. What's
3: what's the context? Where what, what's happening before? Yeah. yeah. You know, people always say don't just don't just grab a verse. Do we are we just is it okay to just grab this verse?
1: This is, you know, Mike's just put me on the spot here. Now i got to give you the whole context of Mark 3. First uh, Samuel um, chapter 16. Let's see. I'll just turn the page back and see. I mean, Jesus is teaching. He just called the 12 disciples. He's just healed the man with the withered hand. He's just talked about being the Lord of the Sabbath. Okay. Um, so this is early on in his ministry, in Jesus' ministry. And he's, um, yeah, he's, he's giving some teachings here. So I don't know what, but that's, that's good. That's a good, like, Uh, a good reminder that when we read a passage, especially when it's a confusing passage to step back and think what's happening here. What's the wider context? What's the, what's the goal of the, of what I'm reading of, of the whole book that I'm reading. These sorts of things are good questions to ask, but I don't know if it really, yeah, I don't know how much it gives us here. I don't know. I, I, there's not to my mind, there's not like a really simple, clean solution, but I think the clue here is that it's an eternal sin. And if you're thinking that, oh, you know, if you, it, here's what I'll say. Don't get worried that you're going to blaspheme against the Holy Spirit on accident. Like, if you're like, oh, shoot, I just said this thing, and now I'm completely unforgiven. If you are looking for forgiveness and you want to be forgiven, you will be forgiven. You haven't blasphemed the Holy Spirit. This is an eternal sin, and I, I think of it more as an as a absolute disposition of the heart. I actually thought of this with, the Satan question. It may be that Satan has blasphemed the Holy Spirit. Like I think he's as good a candidate as any for someone that has blasphemed the Holy Spirit. If and anyone's done it,
0: it's, it's probably him. It's that guy.
1: Yeah, not great. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I all that to say, like I, I, I don't really have a whole lot to say here of like what specifically this looks like or like what what's the combination of words. I don't think it's. I don't think it's just something you would say. I think it's something much more deeper than that, and is something that is, uh, yeah, kind of an eternal state of, of our wills and minds and hearts. Yeah,
3: that's kind of kind of what I've heard. Is I think at least this is how someone explained it to me, and so if I'm wrong, then someone, you know, correct me. But I think they were saying that we kind of get hung up on the word like blasphemy, um, and they kind of like interchanged it for rejection. And so yeah. if you reject the Holy Spirit, you're never going to be saved because you don't want anything to do with it. Like, you know, where this could yeah. get into some maybe confusing things. What so I'm about to say, and maybe some people disagree, but like, <clears throat> if you don't want to be saved, if you reject God, like, it doesn't seem like he's a God that forces you into making you believe. Yeah. So bold <laughs> uh and so if you're rejecting the holy spirit you say i don't believe in you you're not real i don't need you then you're never going to be forgiven because you don't
1: oh did mike just do it he just
0: mike you just dropped that out of context <laughs> <laughs> just that's an like, eternal serve. yeah just cut that in <laughs> each side and say we got mike, a new sound like the holy
1: spirit <laughs> <laughs> yeah no. i'm, I'm yeah. confused at what you're saying don't worry about it. Okay, perfect. The, the listeners, they get it. You all get it. Uh, <laughs> so, so like yeah. it. So yeah, it, it,
3: you're never going to be forgiven of that because you don't want to be because you don't even believe he's real.
1: Does yeah, it, I think it, that's the idea. I mean, it, it is interesting that even the verse prior i mean jesus says truly i say to you all sins we've forgiven the children of man and whatever blasphemies they utter usually when we think of blasphemy we think of that as against god and i and so yeah there's some sort of like blasphemy that is forgivable right and what like why is it the blasphemy against the holy spirit in particular and not jesus christ or god the father or something like that i don't know i don't have like a good answer for that but i all that to say is like, I think there's something really specific going on and is something that's, yeah, deeper. It's not something you just say or it's not even something you feel in a moment. Like it's not something that even maybe you live your life in a certain way for a few years. It is it is a much like kind of deeper um, set disposition of, of your heart, mind, and soul, like of, of everything that you are that is, yeah, rejecting the pos- very possibility even of of forgiveness. So
3: just for the... You know, part two of trying to answer a question, look at the context, and you try and define things, I feel like is what I've tried to do. Yeah, that's good. What actually, can we even define blasphemy? Is that something, define, like, anyone here actually has a definition of
1: it? Um, yeah, not not like a clean one. It's, it's certainly some sort of... Um, I don't know if it's, I guess it necessarily would need to be spoken, but usually it's kind of a a spoken rejection of of God. Usually, when we talk about blasphemy anyway, we're we're thinking about how we might blaspheme God. And a blasphemer is someone who who speaks that against God and is saying things that are untrue, uh, even about God. I think that would probably be another characteristic of blasphemy.
3: This is kind of what they accuse Jesus of, right?
1: Yeah, sure. Like by him claiming to be God. Yeah. That
3: was blasphemy against the scriptures. Yep. Um, I don't know if you guys are, you know, we had our winter challenge of watching The Chosen, um, but season three is right now on their app, and there's this really powerful scene of, like, when he goes back to his hometown, and he kind of declares he's the Messiah, and, you know, it says, like, no prophet is welcome in his hometown, and he, they, like, reject him. You know, they, like, you know, say he's blasphemy, and they, like, I don't know if it's actually...
1: Yeah, that actually happened in the Bible. That it's not just from a TV show.
3: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I, but I don't know. It's in the show. Then they yeah. bring him out and they like like try to kill him in that moment. I don't know if that actually happens in the scripture. Um, but just a really cool. Like I don't know. The Chosen um, I think is cool to watch. It like just really brings to light yeah. what is happening in like a. So I recommend watching that. Um, because that's—I mean—they accused him of blaspheming, and they said that the that's punishable by death.
1: Yep. Is that
0: the one where he slipped through the crowd. Yeah. Yeah. Was, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I would love to know how I did that's, that. I know. <laughs> Sounds sick. Assassin's Creed kind of thing. What I mean. is
1: going on there? Yeah. I don't know. We'll find out maybe one day in heaven, hopefully.
0: So, final diagnosis for that one, if if you're a believer, um and if you're really, you know asking for the Holy Spirit and you're doing these things, we probably don't need to be too worried.
1: You're not. If you're looking for forgiveness, you have not blasphemed okay, the Holy okay, Spirit. Okay, okay.
0: Whew, yeah. Good. Good to know. Because you know, as soon as I hear, don't do something, those thoughts yeah, just start popping up. All right. Um, it's looking good for us. We got a lot of questions left, a lot of people waiting in the waiting room still, and we cannot wait to get to them. So we are going to go ahead and wrap up episode two and we will see you all back here for episode three and i just want to restate you got any questions about something we talked about or a different opinion you'd like to bring up go ahead and send them to the link in the show notes um it's ukcsf.org slash doctor and we will get to them
3: as soon as we can yeah and we said people's names today, but obviously some of them were anonymous. We just, it just was, didn't happen to be. So once again, if you want to stay anonymous, you can stay anonymous. And if you listen and you liked it, please tell your friends to give it a listen. Yeah, I'm sure. sure. And
1: if you need a signature forged, Jade. Jade, Jade is your girl. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm your girl.
0: All right. Uh, I think that's all we got for y'all. Thanks so much for listening. And we will see you back here next time you're feeling sick.